Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City, Dirt and Spray. 24 Reno. Blue Poncho, Blue Poncho. Monday, 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 Monday. 23 Dallas, ready? Right, 24 double pool. Red Pauly, Red Pauly. Red Pauly. What is happening? Happy Friday, everybody. We made it. Long work week. Mm. You doing okay over there, Bob? I walked in this morning, and I heard sounds that I have not heard since I tried to log on to my family's desktop when I was in sixth grade. Remember the old internet joining sound? Boo, 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 boo. I walked in, and that was the sound your laptop was making, and I had not heard that in maybe 20 years. I'm going to do something, but I want you guys to know that I'm going to pick it up, okay? If you break that computer, it's good for the YouTube stream, by the way. If you're going to snap that thing in half, make sure we're doing it on the stream in the camera angle content. Do you hear me, Swag? I'm I'm going to pick it up when I do it. <laughs> loud thud. I want a loud thud. Well done. I'm not throwing it at you. It's not your fault. It's a lefty throw, too. Stupid freaking laptop. Making like a police siren for reasons I don't understand. That was a little alarming. I'm not going to lie. Walking in, first thing I hear, it sounds like the porn police is after you or something, or you did something illegal on that computer. It's probably the safest laptop <laughs> in the circulation of the fan. I, I don't visit any controversial website. I go to Gmail. Nothing at all. And I got like six <laughs> sports websites. That's that's it. That's I don't it? use this computer for personal stuff. There's no boobies on there that you're no. staring at? No. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. If if I was going to get boobies, I would just open my phone. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a more personal a experience. I can I can uh, make the screen dark, so if you walk by, you don't know I'm really looking at boobies. I'm just scrolling Twitter. What do you want to see from I, me? I'm not going to put myself at risk of losing my job <laughs> by looking up boobies on my, my work laptop. You think you would get fired for that? Boobies on the work laptop? I, I think porn on the work laptop would definitely be in the criteria of why they could fire you. I, think it's I don't a know scolding. if you would. I think it's a scolding. I think it's, I think it's a Joey talking to of like, hey, can we not do that? Let's not get any spam. I don't think Joey talks to you. You don't think Joey's talking to you? I don't think Joey has any... I don't think he has a power over you. We've had some random, awkward conversations with our boss boss over the years, and uh, she's great. She's got a good sense of humor. This would be an interesting sit-down if you had to have it with her. So, we were looking at your internet history. There's this little, like, headset thing that pops up from time to time in the bottom right. Yeah. And I think it's like... It's somebody's logging in. Somebody's yeah. observing your activity yes. and what you're doing. Yes, because we pay losers to do nothing but monitor <laughs> laptops all day. <laughs> we used to have a wing of our old building of, like, five people with that worked in there that nobody ever knew their names or what they did. I, I remember those guys. I used to forget they were there sometimes. Yeah, they behind were behind the curtain. a curtain. Yeah. It was a really weird room. It was like you walk down this hall of our old building 
and there was a giant Wizard of Oz curtain. And when you'd peek behind the curtain, they'd be like, whoa, don't look over here. <laughs> what Never are you doing? that guy. It's like when a vampire Those sees were, the uh, sun. Yeah. <laughs> they start Those melting. Corporate uh, computer network. Is people. that what they yeah, were? Yeah. That actually was the old. Were you guys here? That was the old fan bullpen right there. I, you know how I know and that the PD, the uh, there's a one office yeah. back there, and that was the PD's office. I only know that not because I was here. I only know that because when I watched the old YouTube videos, when you wore boat shoes and Sukanic was still keeping hair, <laughs> I could tell the area of the building yeah. where it was. That That's, was the only way I knew. That was the old fan bullpen when we had one choke. We uh yeah, bullpen stories. You want bullpen stories for for those that don't know. The bullpen is a reference to behind in the back where you yes. sit in your office or your cubicles. Yes, we used to have our own little designated space before we came over here into this utopian one for all and all for one. Well, we open don't really society. have a space anymore. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. A funny story is uh, Dirt and I, when we first started doing uh, game night, Buffalo Wild Wings game night back in the day, we were told this. It's funny because you don't know the full stories of everything. Right. So we were told you're going to have a daily show. We were like, oh, okay," And they were like seven to ten every night. There you go. And then like a week later, there was, well, if there's a college football game, we might not be doing your show. And we were always like, oh, okay, All right. Whatever. But when we found out, we had nowhere to sit. I didn't, I didn't, when I got to the fan, nobody said, hey, here's a desk that you can use. There was nothing. And so Dirt and myself and Danforth at the time, we had an area where there was nothing but promo garbage. Like garbage that was not being given out at events, right. uh, not being used at all. Boxes of things that should have been thrown away seven years earlier. Yeah, and it was an area that wasn't being utilized. So, like, we took an initiative <laughs> and said, what if we just, we didn't throw the stuff out. Right. We just neatly moved it. Moved it. <laughs> Slid it out of the way. And we used computers right there just to have somewhere to work. And that was controversial. <laughs> How dare you do this? And we were like, what do you want us to where are we supposed do? to sit? We need exactly. a chair. I need a desk. What's going on? And I'll never forget the epiphany that hit the light switch of our superiors going, oh, you're right. <laughs> we and then eventually going, okay, you can have this space. We walked so Swigard could run because then years later, Jason Swigard did the same thing, but he did it to an office. He commandeered an he office. He commandeered an yeah, office. Just no. said, look, nobody's using this. I had the green I'm light. I was told they wanted me near uh, the where the engineers were at that point yes. they wanted me over there. There was an actual... You should have an office. You do a lot of work. Yeah. There, was a, <laughs> there was a reason that, yes. Plus, it, you had a I big porn just... stash. You had to put it somewhere. He did. Yeah. He needed something underneath the table. You yeah. got to have somewhere to slide all well, those look, old Playboy we magazines. We used to have Playboy Playmates in the studio as guests. I got autographed copies. Oh, I, yeah. I, Fangirls I, were a thing. Yeah. yeah. Sports radio used to be very uh, the good old days, man. Yeah. Now our computer, <laughs> the good old days. Now our computers don't work. We get new ladies up, back in the good old days. One time, yeah. and now the boobs have ruined my laptop. I, I don't know how you guys operate. I, uh, my mom and my father both are. Uh, their backgrounds are very heavy anger management issues. They have rage, mm. and so that's been passed to I think. Me and my brothers. My one of my older brothers has it the worst. I mean, you he'll disagree with one sports take and he'll want to fight you. <laughs> but mine is I've been able to push mine down further and further the yeah. older I'm getting. But I'm still encountering these moments where a laptop's beeping, it's refusing to log to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so it doesn't work. And I'm still like internally. Yeah. I want to rip this thing in half and yeah, break exactly. it over my office knee. space and the printer. Yes, yeah, it's a hundred. That's me every time with anything in technology <laughs> when it doesn't work. <laughs> Throw it against the wall. I don't need this in my life. It's so frustrating when you can't figure out the reason why. Like you just open up your laptop and it just starts beeping random noises at you, and you don't know the cause. You didn't do anything. Yeah. Are you in a MacGyver episode all of a sudden? <laughs> right? Is this a bomb that's going to go off? Do I need to disarm <laughs> this thing? Like the levels of frustration that build, the more like the longer it goes on, it makes you want to break some things. I'm right there with you. I couldn't even find my keys this morning. Yeah. Oh, that I've had that. That's a bad feeling. Just like especially uh, if you're running a little late. You're like, oh yeah. my god. I'm running three or four minutes. 
late. Yeah. And I got my. I'm like, where are my Wait keys? Wait till a Teddy ball game comes what is and starts thinking they're toys. And you, <laughs> you better have a safe place, way away from him. <laughs> they were underneath my wife's beanie. Were I they? Grabbed it and walked out. The- oh, I gotta go. Oh, I'm leaving for work. What's right the now. latest you've left your house? Let's be honest here, okay? Swag is usually mm. even his late is still a little early for us. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think the latest I've left it. Well, I I know when it was. It was here. I left at 5:28, yeah, and I, somehow came in as the open was about to wrap up, and I was breathing, and I'm like, "Welcome in!" <laughs> and that, that somehow it worked. It happened. I think 25 or 26 is about the furthest I pushed it. That's panic. It's it is an absolute panic. That's a panic. Because then you're you're reliant upon so many things to go right to get there in time. <laughs> you Lights, need every green yeah. light, every light, no you traffic, can't have no traffic, no, yeah. Can't get stuck behind a slow car. No. You got to maneuver. You got to whiz in and out of lanes. I probably look like a psycho in those moments because I also am with the rage. The guy in the car going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> get out of my way. Screaming obscenities and cursing people, even though all of this was my fault. Yes. I'm very excited to see how the show goes today, though, because did you guys see in the Texas-Washington game? They said that Steve Sarkeesian scripts out his first 40 plays of the game. That's a bit much. That's a 40. lot. Of plays to script out. 40's a lot. By the way, clearly well, didn't work because you were losing exactly. the no, entire way. Maybe unscripted. You know, yeah. let's go off script here. Well, does you, he, I mean, script really the first 40 plays? Yes. Or does he have 40 scripted plays based on situation? No. Well, they, the way they said it was. They made it sound like there was 40 the first scripted 40 plays. plays. But, like, but I think it's get, probably to your point. Okay, yeah, I got like 10. If we long. get in the red zone and yeah. it's goal line situation, right. I like these. Your third and twos, yeah. your fourth and fives, or whatever. But I would it would be funny to see how he coached a game if you threw that scripted play sheet out the window, and that's you on the show today. You know my show sheet? You got a show sheet? It's on your laptop? Well, I could bring my show sheet. It's in my email. My show sheet is a draft that I just keep, and yeah. I, it's a blank document. But what upsets me is I didn't get to open the show with what I wanted to get to. I had audio I was going to pull and then send a swag to put in the uh, system for the open. Mm. It, was, uh, it was a funny story. I peruse TMZ once a day, <laughs> and it was a funny story on TMZ. Do you know the director, Christopher Nolan? Yes. Yeah. He just did Oppenheimer. Yes. He did the Batmans. He he's a Peloton guy, I guess. Okay. And he was in the middle of a Peloton class, and it was like 15 minutes left. So it's in the, you know, fighting. You're huffing to get, and puffing. You're huffing and, and puffing. And in the midst of the Peloton class, the instructor for his class, she's she's leading the class, and I guess they also talk. And she goes, just you know, sometimes you don't understand it. You gotta fight through it. Kind of like that movie, Tenet. Anybody seen the movie Tenet? (laughs) And she went on like a 10-minute rant about how dumb and confusing that movie is. She goes, I'll never get my two and a half hours back (laughs) of my life. It made any sense. It made no sense. He was on the class, and that was his instructor. And that's his movie. And by the way, she's right. I've seen it high. I've seen it so. Yeah, that movie sucks. I don't know what that movie is about. I don't know the point of the movie. I don't understand anything about that movie. But it'd be really funny if somebody just became hypercritical of you in the middle of a workout class, and you had, and they had no idea that you were there. Sprigs on spin. <laughs> yeah. You who know are these yahoos <laughs> in the morning on my sports station? Yeah. It could be more so like, wait, who listens to AM radio anymore? Is that even a thing? Do they even put that in cars? You're like, yeah, actually, they, they do, okay? Speaking of two idiots. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did I say now? He didn't. Uh, I guess they they found out about that and. He he thought he he said a line like oh you know everybody is a critic of course and yeah. he didn't yeah. he he wasn't critical of her as an instructor thankfully he didn't respond by saying well you're not a very good instructor <laughs> yeah. I think she was kicking his ass that's why so you can't really say that I've had better workouts but it just the idea of it was funny to me of being in a workout class and someone's like hey your work sucks <laughs> just talking ass to somebody's face thank you without realizing you're talking it to their face yeah I feel like if you get to the point of Christopher Nolan though maybe I'm wrong on this like he's had so many hits in big movies 
that if somebody criticizes one, you're like, yeah, eh. what, what are you going to do? You know, what, you can't make everybody happy. Like the Batmans were massive. Oppenheimer was one of the best movies of the year. Like yeah. his his Rolodex is incredibly long and successful that if somebody did want, it'd be like somebody making fun of one segment we did. Exactly. Like, ah, I'm not a big fan of Statter's story. You're like, oh, all right. I mean. Oh, you view it more as a segment. I view it more as a, it's like oh. one thing. Yeah. He's done so many things. That's just one thing that he, yeah. it's not, it doesn't encapsulate Christopher Nolan as a director. No. It's just one of his movies. He's got some hardware in the in, on the mantle. Yes. Do you like, think directors are aware when they make a bad movie, or do you think yes. forever they go, no, that movie was good, you guys just don't get it? I think actors and directors are keenly aware when they actors, make a bad movie. I think actors more than directors. Directors, there's a lot more you can... It's a big ego, though, to be a director of a movie, well, right? Yeah. Especially when you have box office success. Yeah. So I don't... I don't you could be right. I don't know if that's true. You think they just think all the movies they make are great? Well, they just I mean, love sniffing their own farts? Yeah. I mm. think when you're artsy like that and you have that kind of an ability and mm. you've been so successful that you kind of just view what you're doing is largely all... They're children. Yeah. I think they're more like cheaper by the dozen. He's got 12 <laughs> children. You could be critical of the, the violent one, but like that's still his child. The violent one. Because those movies take months to make. Like Sometimes they take... I mean, James Cameron took a decade to make the second Avatar. Yeah. I watched it, by the way. Any good? No. More blue people? It's like, yeah, it just it's basically become a cartoon. <laughs> just blue people Like, you have around. humans, but they're in CGI with just their human heads. Yeah, it's, I've cut out on that. And then it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's remarkable visually, but, be- like, the story is just human bad, native people of Earth, human invading, good. They're coming to get Fighting us. human. Like, yeah. it's just a continued... Story of that. I, I don't know. We we ended up turning it off. I'm like, I feel like we're just watching a cartoon now. Just like a three-hour sci-fi movie. That's the other thing with his and some others. They're just way too long. Like, if it's a bad movie and it's an hour and a half, all right, maybe you'll get me to sit through the entire thing. But if it's a bad movie and it's two hours and 47 minutes, I'm out, dude. I got to check out. But he took a decade to make yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's just a waste of a decade is what it is. It's a long Financially, time. it's not because I bet those movies made a ton of money. But in terms of the result, yeah, it's a waste of a day. He was better in the interview when he made fun of or called out the guy that cost the lives of the submarine people. Yeah. He was better in that than that movie was <laughs> entirely. I'd rather watch that 12-minute interview with him than watch that movie at all. Good point from a listener, too, of the uh, Vancouver Ford text line. But for the people who are watching your online activity, who's watching their online activity? Exactly. Is there somebody watching them? Is corporate got somebody corporate on the corporate? Is there a circle here? I want there to be a circle. I know it does. It looks, it looks suspect, but legitimately, I visit like 10 of the same websites on that laptop every some, day. It's a work laptop. You think about getting there. freaky at night? You think about it. I think he's getting freaky on his laptop at yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> Should be in a better mood considering what I did yesterday. Flying blind without a show sheet. I love it. Uh, well, I kind of have. I text you a show sheet. You did. We have a mental show sheet. A mental show sheet. We'll start with the mental show sheet. We'll spray the line at 8.30. I feel better now. I threw those pens. I'll pick those up. F the laptop. Life will be okay. Uh, let's start locally. A little college hoops, a little flavor of college hoops yesterday. Interesting little game in Seattle. And I woke up to find out my beeves did not fare so well in uh, Pullman. So we'll start there. Dirt and Spray, good morning. Happy Friday. Good to be with you on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. It's going to be a pissed off Friday, I think. Somebody bringing up a good point, too, on the text line. Vancouver text line saying uh, Vancouver 4 text line. Doesn't Sprague get criticized every Friday? Yeah, it's true. Sprague and line sponsors, get them in. Oh, bring them in hot and heavy. Bring them on today. We're ready. I haven't had coffee left too late. Speaking of leaving late, left too late, didn't get to make coffee. That was great. People are also pointing out I never made the connection because I don't know if I ever saw the first Avatar from start to finish. Yeah. I think I just ever I just saw bits and pieces of it that mm-hmm. it is basically dances with wolves. It's also Pocahontas. It's the same thing, yeah. White guy falling in, falling love, in love with native of new area, <laughs> except he becomes native, like he yes. just turns into an alien. He's John Smith. The first one's great. Like I'm not poo-pooing the movie. And if you like the movie, that's great. Like we can disagree on movie takes, but <laughs> I don't know, man. When you take ten years to make a sequel to a movie that I didn't think really needed a sequel. No, definitely did not. It it kind of feels a little money grabbish, even though I know James Cameron isn't hurting for money. I don't know. I just kind of thought it sucked. I was like, eh, you're just giving me kids now with these people. Yeah, the other tough part, too, Cartoon is, kids. This is like, you got to have the people in your life at all times who can call you out on your ass. Like, who can just look you in the eye and be like, yeah, you know what? Not good. You know, whatever you're doing, it's not working. He needs he needs somebody in his life to be like, dude, we're really doing another one? You're going to spend 10 years on another Avatar? Really? I should have sent swag the Frank Caliendo, Bill Walton audio, is what I learned at the start of this segment. Yeah, we don't have that. He didn't get that. We don't have that. You audio. didn't see that, did you, Swag? Last night, did you see that on the internet or the, the game itself, the Arizona game? No, I was actually uh, scouting uh, Pacific playing San Francisco, who the Pilots play on Saturday. So <laughs> that's what I was doing last night. Scouting? Well, you got to scout. You got to get yeah. ready. You got to know what's going on. Come on, man. I almost want to read a scouting report from Jason Swigard. Yeah, can of these we go games. over one of your show note sheets? I kind of want to see what, what are the factoids. Yeah. What's going on here? We'll do that. I'll get the press notes here. Can't uh, you just t- read a box score of these teams and no, go? This is their top on. score. This is what they've been shooting from no, the field. You well, watch mostly up. I usually wa- I'd like to watch at least a half so I can get familiar with names and numbers. Yeah, that helps I do a lot. like to do that so it's natural. So I'm not. So it is stream of consciousness. Number four is this guy, or I can tell starting by, you know, body type, frame, face, if I can, you know, you get close-ups. I can just look at guys and know who they are rather than have to look at my my show sheet or, you know, my chart the whole time. Next time we have Kevin Calabro on the show, I am going to ask him if he scouts the opponents of the mm. Portland Trailblazers. I wonder if the NBA is different. It's because- not different. He called those games for those teams last year. Oh, when he did those, sure. Like yeah. when he did the college basketball, I'm sure he did. I feel like the NBA would be different, though, because you have a base understanding as an NBA broadcaster of who's in the NBA. He has a base understanding of the WCC. He knows the coach. He knows the team. Yeah, isn't it new guys every year, though? There's a lot Basically, of there's a lot of new faces. Year year, man. Like if you're but calling wait, a Bucks you, game, I know Yon. Like I don't need no, to research Giannis. No, you guys are both wrong. College okay. is not the NBA. They run the same system. So if you know the coach, you know the system. You just got to plug and play the leading score. Yeah, but I'm saying the whole roster is new, and when you're doing play-by-play, not knowing the roster, it's a little challenging. San Francisco cannot be having a new roster every year. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't have There's that There's not a chance in hell. I, I don't know that. They don't have enough. I have never that. watched a San Francisco basketball game in my entire life. So they have so many. They're so talented <laughs> I, that they lose their whole roster every know. year. San I Francisco. Know. I don't know. The Doms. I want to look at how many the new Dons, players. Not the Doms. <laughs> the Dons with an N. I guess I didn't scout them well enough, exactly. did I? Exactly. Maybe you should have watched them. I don't know why it you're was taking your angle. Thriller in Stockton, by the way. The fighting Bill Russells. Does that do enough for you? There you go. Uh, What a weird Friday this has been for me. Cousinard, great shot last night. Game winner against the Huskies. I watched college basketball on my iPad. I did too. Because I will talk about the real basketball coming up at 630. Uh, Oregon finally did it for you. They finally beat Washington. Needed that one, baby. Needed that one. Bow down. It's basketball season. Football's over. It ended on New Year's Day. I don't know why anybody's paying attention to it anymore. We're now a basketball and baseball school. Super regional. People ah, don't forget. Yeah. We're just building. We're building powerhouses in Eugene. I will actually say this. It was actually a fun game to watch because uh, I watched a good chunk of it. I, I turned over at the end of the Spurs and uh, uh, Bucks game to watch that. You didn't two-screen it, huh? Uh, I, I was at first, but then I put the, the Spurs and Bucks game on the big screen. It was on the small screen that I flipped it to the big screen, and yeah. then I flipped back to the big screen uh, for Oregon and Washington later on. Here's what I will say, though. I am following Oregon basketball closer this year. Well, they're 11-3. and three. They're like that the helps. best team in the conference. That, well, I think Arizona's probably the best team in the conference. We'll see but, when they play. Um, I, I, It's fun because they have three guys who 
are young and difference makers right out of the gate. Like a lot of times with recruiting in college basketball, you get guys that are highly touted. They come in, you're like, oh, this guy's a five-star wing player. And they play, come in as a freshman and they don't do anything. Watching Shellstad's a stud, front of the program, by the way. Boy, he he is like instantly been good in college hoops. He's the next Peyton Pritchard, and you don't want to keep making those analogies because they're point guards from West Lynn, but he looks I, I mean they're the same. It's a player. system, right? Like, they they turn go. out the good guy, the talented players. Evans has been off to an unbelievable start, and then Mookie Cooks made his debut last night. Didn't play a ton, but got in in the second half and had a couple of dunks. Like those are guys that I kn- I know the names, I know the roster, some of the other transfers. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Never heard of him before. Mm. But the recruits I know, and they they're actually decently fun to watch. I was a big win last night. What I like about college basketball is occasionally when I turn it on, I learn some names. Like, you have a Rigsby. <laughs> Rigsby, dude. He's our white guy. <laughs> he is your white guy. He knocked down a couple of big threes last night. Washington's white guy did not have what I would have, I would categorize as a white guy name. No. He had a Moses Wood. If you just said, did you see Moses Wood for the Huskies <laughs> and then showed the picture, I'd have been like, oh, oh, oh that's uh, Moses. Moses, huh? All right, and I'll sense. tell you, I had no confidence that that cat was going to hit that two or three in the corner for Washington at the end of the game. The white guy with the goatee and the headband, that's the only way I could describe him. I think the Huskies were better served with that player just putting up a layup over two <laughs> defenders than kicking out to that guy. That guy wasn't making that shot. They had a center that kind of had a Neanderthal vibe, like yeah. long hair and a beard and goggles, and you're like, why is this guy knocking down threes? Who the hell is this guy? Uh, Swag, did you watch any Pac-12 hoops then? Or was it no. just we're, we're I scouting? Had, uh, I was watching, uh, I had the cracking game on in the second screen, and I was watching WCC hoops. Oliver Borkstrand. Yes. All-star. All-star. NHL former All-Star. winner, Hawks. Go Hawks. Let's go. It's a big deal, man. Look at that. I knew that. Ten-game point streak for the Kraken right now. <laughs> you know what's funny is I say something like that, and somebody in the audience could be like, oh, God, what a stupid thing to just know. <laughs> and Dirk kind of smiles, and I know that's a smile of like, kind of proud of him for I, knowing that. I am a little proud of you. That's a big deal. Uh, I did not finish the Beaver game. I didn't either. You cannot start a basketball game at 8 o'clock at night with my job and finish that thing. No. It was nice to wake up to see Jokic hit a game winner at the buzzer in Golden State, and then to find out after my team started like sixteen to four, yeah, we blew it and we lost in Pullman. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get to the WCC where we will not win the conference <laughs> and we'll be middle of the pack. Well, you got Gonzaga in your way. I'm yeah. so down on Oregon State hoops right now, That's and it. I don't know how Beaver fans are doing this. That team's just like. Up and down and up and hey, we beat USC. Yeah, and then you lose to Washington State. Yeah, the herky jerky start is frustrating. Um, I I know you know watching. I I haven't seen much of their hoops this year, but they're young. That sophomore guard, what's his name? Pool Jordan Pope. Pope, that's what it is. He he's a lot of fun to watch. He's their best player. That's all I got on Oregon State hoops. He's off to a great start. He was (laughs) good in the LA games. That's all I got, man. I I went to bed at eight thirty last night. That game was on way too late. I went to bed at nine. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to get sleep. No. The duck game was too late, and then I saw that that one was coming up next. I'm like, oh, God, we're starting this game at 9 o'clock? Come on, man. Let me ask you about your ducks real quick. Yeah, what do you my, got? My team sucks. I mean, um, I'm fo- I'm, the, reason I'm, the other reason I'm following closely, by the way, too, is because my coach challenged me last year. And he's right. We don't pay attention to college hoops, and we probably should. He's had a great run. We take him for granted. And the fans that criticize Dan Altman are stupid. And so I'm, I want to support Dan Altman because I don't want him to leave. No duck fan logically thinks he should leave. Oh, there's Duck fans out there that are anti-Dane Altman. It's yeah, a fake. It, they're not real, and they don't they, really actually have the opinion. They just throw it out into the ether and hope that people retweet them. They're real, and they're not spectacular. Yeah, because, you know, Elite Eights and Final Fours and making the tournament. Like, yeah, you had a couple years you didn't make it, so what? You guys might win the conference this year. They could. I'll be curious to see when they play Arizona. I know UCLA's down this year. Arizona beat Colorado by, by 40. 47. Yep. They also lost to Stanford. So I don't know what's going on there. Well, Stanford made a school record like 17 threes in that in game. That they game. did okay. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. Sometimes you can't do anything about that. They did score 100 on them, and there was it was like 182. They, Stanford was the couldn't miss. It's one of those games. You guys are first in the conference. We're three and zero in conference play, baby. And it's Arizona State, not Arizona. Bring on the Hurleys. We'll take them down. Yeah. You don't trust the fighting Hurleys, do you? They don't stand a chance. Oregon State one and two. Huskies now zero and three. Cal. God, Cal's been bad forever. Long time. Have fun in the ACC. That'll go better for you. Yeah. Go play Duke and Syracuse and UNC. UCLA has nothing but freshmen. Washington State has a good coach, but they're Washington State. I don't know who's coaching Utah anymore because Kristoyak got fired a, a while back. Who's coaching Utah, Swag? I, I don't know. 
And Swag doesn't know that it's not important. You haven't scouted Utah yet? <laughs> no, Utah's not on the schedule. How dare you? They used to be in the WCC. Craig Smith is the head coach at Utah. Can I ask quickly as we go, Oregon with a big win in Seattle last night, like how are Beaver fans supposed to feel about what this basketball program is? Because I was told when Craig Robinson was bad for five years that this is unacceptable. Yeah. This this has not gotten better. No. And sans the coaching kids in GP2, this program's not really done anything. No. So, I mean, you're just stuck in no man's land where it clearly is not the right guy. Like, the Elite Eight was fun, but we all can be honest about this, right? It was an outlet. It was the Blazers. It was was the conference finals. It was a heater that you rode all the way somehow. The matchups worked. You somehow beat Cade Cunningham's team on the way to the Elite Eight. That's largely not what you are, though. Yeah, when you only have one year as the outlier, uh, it's not a great leg to stand on. And I, But you're just stuck in no man's land because you're not going to pay to move on. I just on. don't know what the identity is. Their record is absolute fool's gold. They played nothing but scrub teams, and they barely won some of those games. Oh, they had a lot of... Didn't they have like three or four straight overtime yes. games yes. against some... They're 9-1 at home. Go look at who they played exactly. at in their non-conference. They went and played two real teams in that preseason NIT in New York, and... Did not fare well. No, they did not. Uh, let's let's stay in basketball. I know it's a football Friday, and we have a lot of football to get to. I do want to talk about the Giants, the freak off last night. If you guys would uh, oblige, it was a ton of fun, man. Oh, that was great television. Giannis versus. You about to get freaky at night? You think about it. And he got freaky at night last night. We'll talk about that next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Giannis versus Wemby last night on TNT, the first of a doubleheader. Nuggets-Warriors was after Jokic hits almost a half-court shot at the buzzer to win. I love watching the Warriors lose. It's just crumbling, man. It's all crumbling around them. Uh, reportedly getting Draymond back soon is what they, uh, they're they saying. Woj said that yesterday. He's going to be back at practice, but they don't – one of the reports was they don't even know if he's been working out. Like, I would assume he has been, but he hasn't had any contact with any teammates. It's a, that's a weird one. Uh, I'm sure glad they put Nick's Bowls on ABC two days ago instead of Wimby and Giannis, who gave us an absolute thrilling game. <laughs> They did. I went into that one thinking this is just going to be a fun spectacle to see the two giant, but it's like Godzilla versus Godzilla. But the Spurs are one of the worst teams in the NBA, and the Bucks are one of the best teams in the NBA. So I'm going to watch Godzilla versus Godzilla, and then probably mm. turn it off at halftime because the Bucks are going to blow them out. And I could not have been more wrong. It kept you around the entire game. That was an awesome NBA game. I saw a clip on NBA Sirius XM. Our buddy Justin Termini and Eddie Johnson do their big show. And Eddie Johnson goes, I think tonight is the night we need to see if Dame is truly a B option. 
And I almost I almost tweeted back, it's the Spurs. And I'm glad I didn't because it ended up being a good close game and the Spurs damn near won it. The Spurs are five and twenty-nine now on the year. But they have this ability, if everybody's playing well, to contend yeah. with some of the team. There is a defensive problem for Milwaukee, and I think the letter O is a big part of a big part of that. But my God, Giannis and Wimby last night in the fourth quarter of that game was insanity. Yeah, here's what I would say about the the score last night. Bucks are on a second of a back to back. It is that is like a Super Bowl for the Spurs, right? Like Giannis and the Bucks are coming to town. That's a big game. It's a sellout. Everybody's excited for it. They played out of their mind. They played way over their their weight total, and they had a great game. The Spurs still suck. They're going to suck the rest of the year. This isn't some turning point for them. They're going to be a bad team. And it's funny to me how it works in the NBA. I'll be curious to see how it plays out in the playoffs. But on the the Dame B option kind of thing, yeah. Him and Giannis, I want to say, scored like 25 consecutive points in the fourth quarter, and he is providing that number two punch that Giannis has never really had. Somebody who can take complete pressure off of him uh, from an offensive standpoint and get all the eyes kind of focused on him, and then it frees him up. Like, they scored every bucket, essentially, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they combined for 69 points. Be fun. Be fun to have Dame playing with a star in Portland. Would be cool. It, it would have been cool to see that, but we have to watch Milwaukee to feel that emotion. <laughs> or we can watch San Antonio to realize we're one ping pong ball away from that guy. What I love, yeah, and I, I've hated the way Pop's <laughs> used him. I've hated the way Pop has handled it. Like, this dude just wants to play every game, and Pop's like, no, you're not allowed to play this night. You're yeah. not allowed to play that night. Uh, Mike Sando spent a lot of money on the Blazers-Spurs game when Wimby was here except it was the second Spurs game, and his family <laughs> drove from Seattle, stayed in a hotel, like did the full thing you would do. Let's go see Wemby. And then he sat. And Mike Sandel put out a tweet. It went super viral. People were trying to dunk on him, but more people were like, yeah, this is dumb. This is why the NBA sucks. I was texting with Gundy last night, yeah. and we were texting about this because he's a big Wemby guy. I love me some Giannis. He does too. And I go, I hate the league. I love the game. I hate the league. I love the game. How was this not thought of as the ABC primetime Wednesday game? I don't know, but it was a hell of a matchup. What I loved was Giannis, he got the three-point play on the dunk, Mm -hmm. and then he hit two straight three-pointers. Like, in a clutch moment of, oh my God, he's shooting a three, nails him, and then he went for the throat. He dribbled, a power dribble down, bumping into Wimby as if to say, I'm going to move you. Watch this. I'm bigger and stronger than you. And he went for the dunk and got absolutely denied by Wimby. It was, I would have loved to have seen Wimby shoot that shot. He made the right play. Trey Jones was open. But you couldn't have asked for anything more than getting that kind of game between those two players. Are we going to kill Wemby for not having a killer instinct? I mean, come on. If you want to be great in the NBA, you have to have a killer instinct and you have to shoot over four people. Kobe would have shot that shot. You cannot pass to a wide-open NBA player in the corner for a game-winning three. You just can't do it. You cannot make that play. We did that to LeBron for years. I love how he's the only guy we've ever done that to. Even though Michael Jordan did it twice in two different finals. (laughs) In the NBA finals, in big moments. Hey, you're open. Can you make a shot? Yes. Yes. You're an NBA player. You should be able to make that shot. It was right. Th- I mean, it was a great look too. I mean, it was that was all you could ask for out of a game. I again was not expecting it to be close. To see the back-to-back plays though, late, the moments where like Wemby would get a big stop, come down and hit. He hit the three at the top of the key. The block shot that you mentioned on Giannis. Giannis knocking down the threes. Like this, th- these guys are just absolute freaks of nature. They really are. Like just you're just in awe watching them. And I. <laughs> It'd be, fun, it'd be fun to live a day and play one NBA game that size, would it not? Just to see what you were capable of doing running up and down the floor at seven foot five. Yeah, what player would you choose right now? <laughs> I mean, I think I would still go Giannis because of his strength. Like, yeah. it'd be fun just to bowl through somebody and then dunk on him. And then be so long <laughs> yeah. that you can just dunk on almost anybody yes. except that guy. Except the one guy. You who can like... take one dribble from half court and <laughs> yeah, dunk it. Right. Unbelievable. It's weird. I'd have to take 37 dribbles from half court to get to the hoop for just a Fred Flintstone twinkle toes over there. Left handed layup that I'm probably going to miss. Well, we call him Wimby because of Wimbanyama, but uh, Kevin O'Connor called it the Greek freak versus the French freak. And I didn't know how to feel about that. No, we already got one freak. You don't want two freaks. You can't have two freaks. One freak is enough. Two freaks is too many. Three freaks is a lot of fun. It's like when you had multiple Supermans, and we had to do that in the NBA. I hated that. It's like, this is dumb. We already had a Superman. Like, come up with a new nickname. Right. There's got to be one out there for Wemby. He needs one, though. I'm going to... I'm going to... 
I'm going to guess you didn't watch the TNT postgame thing with Shaq. I did watch the TNT postgame thing. He Shaq is interesting. Um, you got to play defense. Got a good stop. He's kind of a hater. Yeah, a little bit. He, you know, he doesn't like to give a whole lot of respect. And like he really, I don't think he's feeling Wimby all that much. We'll get you four of these, buddy. Come on. I, yeah, I, but that's that's part of the problem with the NBA is a lot of the former players they do the Gilbert Arenas thing. Yeah. Oh, this rookie sucks. He's not a he's not any good. Get rid of him. Okay, Gilbert, you averaged ten points your rookie year, but all right, let's right. let's destroy a Thompson twin. Get him out of there. Whereas, like, I feel like when I watch football, most of the former players are just wowed by it. They're like, "Holy crap, Miles Garrett is a thing!" Like, could you imagine Miles yeah. Garrett? Could you imagine Tyree Kill or Justin Jefferson in our day? Not that the players back then were bad, but it's just an acknowledgement of how much growth and evolution the sport has had. It's what I feel like I get from NFL guys. And it's almost the opposite. Like, every year LeBron is in a conversation and we continue to just say, nah, it's, it is what it is. He is where he is. He'll never move. Right. And and crap on Wimbenyama for no reason <laughs> other than he's not very strong. Yeah, which is like he's 19 years old. Like, you would imagine. Go look at Giannis when he came to the NBA. I don't know if that's what Wemby's going to turn into, but Giannis was the identical player. He was a string bean when he came over. He got shoved and pushed around, and he slowly transformed his body into a – the freak that he is now, that, that can't be stopped. It's funny, though, because if you would ask guys like like Shaq played against Sean Bradley, for example. Yes. Sean Bradley was a tw- – he couldn't move. He, you know, ran a 37-second 40. Like, now you say, okay, remember when you played against Sean Bradley? Now imagine that Sean Bradley can dribble, pass, shoot from the three, <laughs> drive past you at the three-point line and dunk on you. Like, yeah, you're still going to be bigger and stronger than him, and if you take him into the block, like, you're going to back him down and dunk on him. You can back down and dunk on anybody, though. Take that, take Manute Bowl and move him out to the three-point line and let him dribble because that's what you're dealing with with Wemby. It's a player that we really have never seen before, and I haven't watched a ton of Spurs games. I know that he was in Portland a couple of nights ago, so I, I just haven't seen him a ton. That was one of his best games in the NBA and it lived up to the hype these are these new matchups that the NBA I think needs to cultivate and it was great to see this the two stars in the game last night buy into it and have really good performances and really take it personal yeah, I did. thought I thought they were really going at each other there and I love seeing that Giannis had a little smirk when Wemby blocked him that late in the game like did. that's never happened like who are you because he thought he was gonna finish the game <laughs> by did. dunking on him and saying I'm still the man here he's like whoa what was that and he's given Wemby a lot of respect and yeah. kudos but in the post game Greenberg was say what was like to play against me he's a good player but I think he wanted to go and I beat him <laughs> you know like I, I think Giannis carries that energy that fu alpha energy where it's, yeah. he's gonna challenge anybody you see the pop post game too just walk in anybody got anything we play great nope okay out of here <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at the bar that mo- you, no, nothing more you could do on that no. uh I want to get to a, a college football story that happened yesterday we'll talk about that next dirt and spring on the fam after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, yesterday could have been a big day, depending on your perspective. Could have been a massive day for Ohio State. Could have been an awful day for USC. Uh, Will Howard, the Kansas State quarterback transfer, uh, announced that he is transferring to the Ohio State University. Everybody had crystal balled and predicted he would go to USC. Lincoln Riley gives Heismans to quarterbacks. You think, okay, this is the system to go to for a year. Mm-hmm. Will Howard wants to go to uh, Columbus and be a Buckeye, and that's where he is going to go. I did see a story that Cam Ward has not signed an agent yet. Oh, okay. They think there's still a chance there? So his weird seven-second NFL draft video <laughs> might age very poorly and end up becoming one of the dumbest pieces of content to ever exist. So maybe Cam Ward's still a thing. 
but Will Howard. The Ohio State University. Well, to your point, the reporting on Cam Ward was it was Miami or the NFL. That that was his decision, but he ended up going to the NFL. To the larger point, though, we, we had all assumed Will Howard was going to USC. That's what everybody told us. And then I don't know where here comes Ohio State. It's funny because I would love to be a fly on the wall and know why some of these moves and decisions get made. Because I think you look at USC and you look at Ohio State. There was a drastic difference in their bowl games. And I watched both of them. Ohio State had one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen. Their Devin Brown, number 33 backup, who they were, I'm assuming, trying to hand the reins to, didn't look great, and then he got hurt, and they had to bring a freshman in who couldn't throw a pass. On the other side of that, you had USC, who had Malachi Nelson, who was supposed to be the heir apparent transfer, who, by the way, the reporting on him is he might be going to Boise State, which would be fascinating. And they hand the reins to Miller Moss, a kid who they're high on in practice, young player, like, all right, see what he's got. He throws six touchdowns and torches a team who was in the ACC title game who didn't have a lot of opt-outs. Louisville had a lot of their guys playing. They scored 42 and won the game by two touchdowns. And so some of this, when I look at it, like, I, I would love to know, was this a USC thing where they said, hey, Will, don't really need you anymore, man. We like this kid. He played great. We feel good handing him the reins. I'm Lincoln Riley. I can coach this kid up. You think they may have pivoted based on just I the don't ball know. game? That's huh? what I want to know. I mm. would love to know that because I what I can guarantee you is that I think Ohio State was hoping for this kind of result in their bowl game, and they did not get it, and then the desperation kicked in of like, uh-oh, we need to go get a guy, and all of a sudden here comes Will Howard to Ohio Well, he we highlighted State. it, what was it, yesterday or two days ago, like if, if they didn't get Will Howard— Miami and Ohio State would both be without quarterbacks. Now, Cam Ward may reverse course here. He could, yeah. Maybe Miami finally just comes through with the NIL bag, <laughs> and he goes to Miami to play for Cristobal, where he'll hand off in a time where he should be taking a knee. <laughs> People don't forget. I will never forget that. But I don't like. I don't know what to make of USC situation, if yeah. it's Miller Moss, if, if that's the guy. And here's the funny part. I'm reading some of the Will Howard Ohio State stuff yesterday. I'm thinking about the USC stuff, and I continue to have to tell my brain, oh, yeah, this impacts Washington and Oregon because Ohio State's got a quarterback now. They're coming to Eugene next year. They are. It's going to be Will Howard versus Dylan Gabriel. The first team and second team, all Big 12 quarterbacks this year, will meet in Eugene in a Big 10 game. <laughs> or next, this, yeah, this year. This B1G. Be with a B1G, baby. Man. The two Big 12 quarterbacks. Yeah, I... I, I think the ramifications for USC and Miami are fascinating of just what is on the line for those coaches, the expectations that they have. Like you look at USC the last two years, where would they have been without Caleb Williams? Now you can respond, well, it's Lincoln Riley. He would have had another great quarterback, and you're probably not wrong. But Caleb Williams is also one of the best players in the entire sport, and they struggled to get to 7-5 and five with Caleb Williams this year. So no matter how good Miller Moss ends up being, I'm imagining there's a we can all acknowledge probably a slight downgrade from where Caleb Williams was. Yeah, but what if the defense is and maybe that's the case? He's made all these hires defensively. What if that's the improvement? And right? then they can find different ways to win games. I think if you're a USC fan, you're actually encouraged by that because that's got to be really demoralizing to say we had Caleb Williams with an unbelievable season this year, and it was good enough for seven and five. Yeah, that's how bad the rest of the roster is. So if you get to a point where you're winning games 24-20, but Miller Moss is throwing for 265 and two touchdowns, I think you're okay with that because you don't want to be so reliant on one player. But if it's not caught up in one year, if you don't get a giant leap from your defense in one year, you were seven and five with Caleb Williams last year. Your schedule is going to get harder next year, and you don't have Caleb Williams anymore. And my Miami is a, another whole another ball game because Crystal Ball has to do it next year. What if they don't get Cam Ward? Like let's. <laughs> Let's go down that path real quick. Let's say, and, and knowing us, he'll probably commit to Miami today after the show. Yeah, 902. But if he doesn't go to Miami, he somehow stays in the draft where it's, I think he's projected to be a day two to three guy. Which, Sounds about right. Ugh. That's why we asked the other day of like, that's it's an interesting move. What happens in Miami next year? Because, man, I, I don't know if they would win with Cam Ward. I think right. Cam Ward's a good player. I just don't know if Mario's style of coaching lends itself for quarterbacks to thrive. The good news for them is the ACC sucks, and so they are They got some leeway there. Uh, Florida State's the only program that you really trust, I would say, right now, and they're replacing basically everybody, and I'm not that high on DJ going there. I don't think that's going to be the same as Jordan Travis. Oh, yeah. They don't play Clemson in the regular season, so you don't. I don't know what Clemson's going to be next year, but you don't have to play them. They're really the only other ACC team that's... That scares you. Who, who would you? Who do you think is going to be better next year, Clemson or Miami? I'm taking Clemson, even though I'm not a big Dabo guy. I take Clemson. Uh, yeah, I probably would too. But to your point, Miami like, beat him this year. I know, and it's it, it's a pivotal season for Mario, man. It's massive. You, you cannot get what he get ninety million or whatever it was. Yeah, you can't get that contract and go into year three and be like, yeah, we're eight and four. 
Yeah, the the I, yeah, for I, a, not a very good conference. A conference that might be dead no, soon. No, and wasn't even good enough, by the way, to get the team that went undefeated all year into no. the playoff. That's how little respect for that conference the committee had. Well, and then on top of that too, you had the game that I'm talking about, where the team that Florida State played in the ACC title, the second best team in your conference was Louisville. Louisville had a basically intact roster, played USC with a quarterback who had hardly ever taken a snap and lost by two touchdowns. Yeah, that was an embarrassing result for that conference. Well, they also <laughs> lost to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was <laughs> garbage this year. Yeah, I mean Miami had that freshman kid they tried to bring in late in the season. He played a little bit in their bowl game. Van Dyke, obviously. He is in the portal now. I just, I think he is. Uh, where did he land? He landed somewhere. Did he land somewhere? Yeah. It's just, next, you got to win nine games if you're Miami next year. I think anything less than that is a failure. There's already grumblings. They're excited this time of year because he brought in a top five class, and you're saying, look how much, all this talent we're bringing in. But at some point, there has to be. Like People make fun of Oregon a lot for winning the offseason natty, and I get it. It's a funny joke. But at least for Oregon the last two years, there's results you can point to on the field. They went 10-2 and in the regular season, or 9-3 and with a 10-win bowl game, and then this last year being 11-1 and before the Pac-12 title. At least you can point to that. Yeah. Miami can't point to that. They're all offseason right now. you got to match it with a 9- or 10-win season. Will Howard or Cam, Cam Ward, some of these guys would have helped. Now you're handing the reins likely to a guy who's incredibly inexperienced. I know people don't necessarily like the portal. It's changed the game drastically. But it does make these conversations fun, doesn't it? It's what keeps the sport year-round now. It's no longer like, oh, it's a four-month layoff. Right. No, nah, no, it's not. The portal yeah. and the constant moving of coaches and talent. and I, I don't know. It's fascinating. I saw he commit to Ohio State yesterday. Will Howard did. And so USC, we'll see what they're doing. Maybe they're good with the guy that they threw out in the bowl game. And Miami was obviously the other team in the running. Maybe they'll still get Cam Ward, and they'll figure that out. But if they don't, God help you. The other, the only last point I'll bring up on this, this is why I think it's always important to have backup plans and development in place because there's not, like we always say in the portal area, we just go get a guy. Just go get a guy. Miami has as much money to spend as anybody. They tried for all of the, They tried for Cam Ward. They tried for DJ, I believe, took a visit there. Yep. They, they've sniffed around every single one of these dudes, and they haven't landed one. USC, at least early on in the process, they wanted to go get a transfer quarterback. It doesn't always, it's a game of musical chairs. you got to find your guy or else you're left without a chair, and then it's, Okay, what do we do now? You have to have a backup plan. Uh, we have a loaded second hour on the radio program. We'll start with the NFL Week 18, the ones that matter. Hour 2, Dirt and Sprague on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.